Gillian Griffin was born in Ireland and came to Canada with her family at the age of two. And she spent the last year in Ireland where she had the opportunity to explore and reconnect with her Irish heritage. And today Gillian lives in rural Ontario where she is starting her family gar uh, gardening and working as a creative storyteller. Uh, she is moved by nature's beauty and the power of storytelling to bridge differences and inspire change in our communities. And uh, her first independent film, which is called Alan, with two L's, is premiering at the Toronto Irish Film Festival, which runs March 1 to 3, and that is at the TIFF Lightbox 350 King Street in Toronto. And Alan has just turned 99 and he sits down with his granddaughter, the filmmaker, and recalls memories of life in Dublin from a century gone by. With his light-hearted nature, Alan conveys to the audience and his granddaughter his secret to a long and happy life. And uh, I'm delighted to have Gillian Griffin here to have a chat. Gillian, welcome and thanks a million for coming along for a chat. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me, Austin. It's great to, to have the chance to chat a bit. So, Alan, um, with two L's, has just turned 99, and I take it he's just turned 99 in Ireland. Yes, that is right. And um, so the film was shot, the footage, in 2017. And so since then, we're quite happy to be able to say that he's actually turned 100. So this past November, he turned 100 in, in Dublin, and we had a bit of a party for him. He's in fabulous form. You know, he's still living on his own. He's sharp and maintains the same charm and wit that he's always had. And so he's, uh, he's an inspiration to us all. And uh, get, having Alan sit down, uh, he was quite agreeable to have the camera in his face and to reminisce. Yeah, he was. Um, you know, it's, we didn't position it as a formal, stuffy interview. It was really just a continuation of intimate conversations that he, have, he and I have really always had throughout my life. And um, so, yeah, he was certainly agreeable to it and um, always representing himself true to form with his sense of humor and um, just the interesting and funny expressions that he always seems to come up with. Um, you know, growing up in Canada, we moved from Ireland when I was two years old. We moved in 87. And um, we would always have kind of friends and family that would come here and there. But Granddad was really the, the consistent visitor. My granny actually passed away just before we moved to Canada. And um, so Alan would come over every summer on his own to visit us. And um, he really became, for me, kind of the very strong and consistent link that I had to where I had come from, my Irish heritage. And that was really important for me. And um, I just always loved sitting down and chatting with him and asking him questions about the past and his younger days growing up in Ireland. And um, I, I just loved hearing those stories and having those conversations with him. And um, so the film is really kind of a, a continuation of that. And it, it paints a portrait of, of my granddad, Alan. And, of course, you would have been getting an insight into a very different life that, from 100 years ago to now that has changed radically, 
not just globally, but then the differences that would have been in existence because of uh, the way Ireland was from 100 years ago. Did it provide you with, first of all, any insight into what major parents who there were? Yes, um, absolutely. You know, I think especially the times when Grandad was going up, um, resources were much more scarce than than they are today. And Grandad talks about that um, quite frequently, and and he speaks to it a little bit in the film as well. Um, you know, they didn't have a lot. Um, they made do with what they had, and at times things were hard. But at the same time, I think. Uh, granddad's disposition and his his approach to that um, I think speaks volumes and just the way that he lives his life you know um, things were hard but they got by and they made do and and they survived and um, and he's he's managed to live to a hundred and so he kind of he looks at that and in not just in the challenges that he faced, but uh, his approach to life in general is just kind of taking everything in stride. And, um, yeah, I think for my parents as well, when they were growing up, you know, it's kind of a similar situation. Um, you know, things weren't always in abundance, um, but, uh, but they may do. And that was really a lot of their motivation and inspiration to move to Canada. They wanted to offer a better life for their young family. They had three children and um, came over to Canada in 87 looking for a more prosperous life. And, um, you know, at that time then the, the Irish economy kind of skyrocketed and things went into a bit of a boom. But um, at the same time, I think they they haven't really looked back and they've been very thankful for the opportunities that they've had in Canada and of course we as their children are also very thankful for that and but at the same time I think me personally I do kind of have a longing for for that Irish heritage and um, the history the the very deep um, history that that Ireland has and so having had that opportunity to to spend the year in Ireland was uh, was very powerful and meaningful for me to be able to to reconnect with that history and reconnect with family and particularly granddad and um, yeah it was offered a lot of insight into kind of the history of my family and why things are the way they are. Right now. Uh you mentioned your granddad just come out and visit. Up, how? When was his most recent visit? So I believe his last visit was about ten years ago. He was he would have been ninety at the time, and um, it was for my my older sister Jennifer's wedding in Toronto. So it was at that time that his yeah his visit became less frequent right right and um you mentioned i uh, you i think he was li is living still um independently yeah he is uh, a fiercely independent man so he's living on his own um in kimmage in dublin and um he's he's very social still he goes to his uh, indoor bowls twice a week his church group um, in Rathmines, and um, 
he has he has a lady that comes in midday uh monday to friday and she kind of you know chats with him and cooks him his dinner and um he's very lucky i think um we're all very lucky that uh my my uncle david is not too far from him and he's always checking in on him but you know for the most part he's he's fending for himself he goes to the grocery store um when we were visiting in november for his birthday Myself and my husband were staying with him, and we arrived one evening, kind of late in the evening, and no one was home, and we were wondering where the heck Granddad was, and uh, we thought maybe he's just popped down to the grocery store, and sure enough, we walked down to the grocery store, the Super Value, and um, we found him at the uh, cash register, and he was purchasing some ice cream for himself. <laughs> And uh, that's not an unusual occurrence. He loves his sweets. He loves his wine gums. And he'll always have some ice cream in the freezer when you come. And so he's certainly still treating himself right and uh, taking care of himself well. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's great to see that he's still keeping so well. And, yeah, an inspiration for all of us. So, Gillian, this is your first independent film. And my reading of that would mean that you've been involved in the film industry or you've worked on other films up to now. Yeah, well, so I work as an independent creative storyteller. And so I work with nonprofit organizations. My background is in international development. Um, So I spent I actually spent some time living in Ottawa with the federal government or working with the federal government and um, spent some few years living in Tanzania and East Africa working uh, with an international development organization and for the last number of years have been uh, working with nonprofit organizations here in Canada and um, and through my work I I am creating video and film content um, for the organizations that I work with. So um, most of the film work that I've been doing has been related to that. I have done some commercial work as well, um, but uh, this is my first independent film that I've created on my own. And uh, so, yeah, it's really exciting to have the opportunity to have it screened at the, the TIFF light box and um i'm pretty excited about that i'm sure you are <laughs> um, how long does the, the film run because it's, i know it's in the short uh, movie section yeah. yeah it's a short um it is 10 minutes long right and it's amazing yeah. i know it'll be amazing how much you can uh, pack into 10 minutes uh, which is always the great thing with something like this so have you any other uh, ideas that you wish to pursue yourself as an independent um, well, I am, so I am pregnant at the moment, and um, so I am entering, I'm just starting into my third trimester, and I've been documenting uh, the journey so far and intend to continue doing that as we welcome our new child into the world, and um, so I am intending to create a film about that journey and about becoming a new mom. Indeed. Well, Gillian, um, thanks a million for taking the time. It's been great chatting with you, and uh, I hope we get to meet when you're in Toronto. I look forward to seeing the movie. 
and uh, again the uh, logistics of this are it is as part of the short film segment and this is on Saturday the March the 2nd at 2.30 and that's Alan with two L's the Toronto Irish Film Festival itself runs March 1 to 3 and it is at the Tiff Light Box which is in 350 King Street and you can get more information on that at TO Irish Film Fest um, it is yeah, toirishfilmfest.com and uh, they're also out there on Twitter uh, we've been chatting with Gillian Griffin Gillian thanks a million Thanks a lot, Austin. I appreciate your time.